Welcome back to another episode of Daily Fortnite, your daily podcast about Fortnite. I'm your host, Mikey, a.k.a. Mike Daddy, a.k.a. Magnificent Mikey, and still at this time, the guy who has not yet played any of Season 5, but will soon play Season 5. You know, I get to go into work an hour and a half later than I have been tomorrow. And my son really wants to play this new season with me, so I told him I would play with him a a match or two before I go to bed uh, tonight. So, next time we talk uh, after this episode, I will have played the new season. Which I'm really excited about because it looks really fun. Now, there is an issue that we got to talk about. Uh, so they disabled sand tunneling due to an issue. We've temporarily disabled the following sand tunneling, and hopefully that will be fixed really soon because, like I said, I'm the guy who can take really good advantage uh, of camping in this game. So, uh, you know, <laughs> when I do get to play, that's something that uh, I was really looking forward to getting to be able to use and uh, do some funny things with. But um, can't right now while it's disabled. Hopefully they get that fixed soon. Uh, Other piece of news is competitive. So what's next for FNCS and competitive play in 2021? Hey, Fortnite competitive players. From everyone on the team, we hope you are enjoying Chapter 2, Season 5. As we close out, 2020 and head into 2021 we wanted to provide an update to you on what you can expect competitive fortnite play to be like in 2021 and beyond in person tournaments update our intent is to eventually hold global in person tournaments again But our priority for any such event is the health and safety of our players and staff With so much still unknown about what is practical and safe, we do not plan to hold in-person events in 2021, including a Fortnite World Cup. We will continue to provide online competitions throughout 2021 and with the hopes that physical events in some form can return at some point in the future. So, I, you know... I know that's going to be, uh, you know, a big disappointment to a lot of people that there won't be able to be in-person tournaments. But again, uh, it's uh, for safety reasons. You know, we're all dealing with this pandemic thing going on, and it would be uh, pretty irresponsible, um, especially like they said, you know, a World Cup where you're wanting players to compete from all over the world. Uh, and having to fly people in from all over the world, just uh, not a good idea. In some cases, it wouldn't even be possible, so you wouldn't even really be able to call it a World Cup. So, uh, you know, and you're not going to do something like a World Cup, uh, you know, online. If they, When they are able to get back to a actual World Cup, you want those players who qualify to be able to play the final grand final tournament in 
in a LAN situation where where the servers will be at their, you know, as long as everything goes according to plans, you never know what can happen. But the servers should be the best possible condition that they w- can play in. Uh, so uh, moving forward, FNCS trios for all of 2021. FNCS will continue throughout 2021, and we are standardizing the FNCS party size to trios for the foreseeable future. While trios will be a constant in FNCS, we still may alter the scoring and or qualification formats season by season. Our hope with this change is to place more stability and consistency around FNCS. Chapter 2, Season 5, FNCS is planned to begin February 4th. This date allows plenty of time for players to adjust to the new season and give our team more time to make adjustments before FNCS play. We'll have more detailed information for FNCS as we get closer to February. Um, we'll we'll if 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 I can figure out more, there's going to be more about this. Um, or about to say the length this season. I mean, if the FNCS for season five is not even going to start till February fourth, that is telling me that we're going to have another uh, pretty long season this season, which makes sense because the devs, you know, are always get some sort of winter break, you know, where the the team gets to take a couple of weeks off. Uh, so, again, to me, that's a good thing. Uh, for as hard as uh, the Fortnite team works, they definitely deserve time off, especially this time of year. Uh, so, uh, whenever we get a long season this time of year, it doesn't surprise me, and I'm never too disappointed because I know that's a thing. Uh, more tournaments. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention about this. So uh, I think that's really cool that they are going to do a consistent uh, FNCS for for a whole year. Uh, I guess that will just really, it will be easy to follow storylines of teams throughout a year. We'll see how that works out if teams are actually able to stick together for a year uh we we've seen the competitive Fortnite where teams can't stay together more than a couple of weeks sometimes uh even though there are three really great players they just can't get the chemistry together or whatever you know so uh this will be something interesting to follow where you know we get the same consistent uh mode of play throughout the year so it should be uh it should cause for some uh Really good play and really good storylines of following, you know, the storylines of teams of, especially the teams that end up sticking together of like, oh, when are they riding the momentum and are on a high or when are they riding low? When are they, they, they dip down and they have a couple of weeks where they are just performing low and need to get back together. And then, you know, we see them, you know, get back up on the rise. You know, that's always the one of the fun things about watching uh, sports right is following your team and going through the ups and downs with that team and then hopefully getting to those championship games and uh, winning them so should make for some fun in that uh, so more tournaments fncs will be con uh will be the constant of success in competitive Fortnite, but we're looking at other av- avenues for high level competition in 2021 
Beyond our biggest competitions in 2021, we're putting together a schedule featuring more weekly tournaments, unique tournaments, and creator cups throughout the year. There will be plenty of competitions, not just trios, to scratch the competitive itch between FNCS seasons. So I think that's great as well. You know me. uh, I know there's a lot of... uh, people in the competitive scene that think that only that's uh, you know only that certain game mode should get uh prize money or whatever but i like that they have weekly tournaments for the people who want to grind in arena and do that or they have the um you know creative mode or uh just weird mode games that they they've done a couple of tournaments for now uh and then the creator cups that's cool too just because that also highlights a creator as well so uh i'm a i'm a fan of what they are talking about so far and then the chapter two season five changes we'll be monitoring monitoring some of the new gameplay mechanics in chapter two season five and how they work in competitive playlists with competitive playlists the new bar system will reset players to zero bars at the start of each match and these bars cannot be carried over between competitive matches we're still discussing ideas of further implementing this system into competitive without negatively affecting gameplay we'll be paying close attention to your feedback this season with this new mechanic thanks to everyone that competed this year we look forward to what the future holds from the Fortnite team now with those bars thing right i feel like um yeah in arena you you don't want the gold bars to be carried over from match to match but i would to me if it's a a system that they really want to have in competitive that it would be a system that you can use in in an actual tournament that has multiple matches you know like a lot of these cups you have you have to play 10 matches or you're al- allowed to play up to 10 matches so say in a cup they turn on the bar system for the cup uh, so you could you know, potentially earn coins, say, or the gold bars throughout four matches and save those bars uh, up and and then you decide in that fifth match that you want to spend them and uh, on whatever weapon or item that you need to get because you think it's going to give you a competitive advantage for that match. And maybe it's a match that you really need to win to catch back up. Or maybe it's uh, an item that you think, hey, we got the lead. And if we get this item, this is really going to help us uh, hold and increase our lead so that we can really bury the rest of the competition. Now, I would love to see something like that. Uh, you know, some sort of. Um, you know, I would just love to see the strategies and the the uh, mindset of players on how they would use that to their advantage and which players are, are best at using that. Which players would figure that out of, you know, like, okay, this is when I need to spend my, uh, my bars and this is not, or this match, I think I really need something, but I know that I'm 
you know, doing okay right now. So I want to keep saving and wait till the next match and spend my bars there. You know, who, who's going to be able to figure out when's the good time to spend bars? I would love to see them do something like that. I don't know if they will, if that's how it's going to end up working out, but I think that would be a really cool way to uh, implement the system into competitive where, you know, again, in arena, just leave it the way it is. You can't carry it over, but in a tournament, once the, the player's, uh, you know, qualify up to the uh, semifinals and in the grand finals, uh, you know, when you're playing 10 matches at a time for that, or, you know, e even in the individual cups where you're playing 10 matches, you know, that you get to carry them over match to match for the, for those 10 matches. I think that would be uh, something really cool to see. Okay, uh, let's see here. And now, because I was reading that, I want to see... How long is this season? As of right now, Chapter 2, Season 5 is going to go all the way to March 16th. So that is quite some time. So what are we? We're only in December right now. So all of December, uh, January, February, halfway through March. So uh, three and a half months, almost getting close to four months that the this season is going to be at length. So going to be a long season but like i said no big surprise and you know the fact that they are giving that much time for uh the competitive players to get used to it before they actually start running the fncs for this season i think that's great as well uh you know that way uh you know they're you know not going back to the days when competitive first started and they would debut new items or a new map or changes to the map, you know, the day before or the day of uh, the, uh, a tournament. So uh, I think the competitive scene is going to be really happy about that. Uh, let's see here. Do I have anything to mention about these challenges? Uh, discover named locations. Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, you know, step one here I see is discover five named locations. And uh, you can just land at all the locations that we had before uh, because you already know where they are. And uh, that'll be the easiest way to get that one done. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. All right, now let's take a look at the item shop. You still have that last laugh bundle in here, of course. Uh, for our Christmas stuff, we still have the Sugar Plum outfit for 1500 the Grimbles outfit for 1200 the Cold Snap Harvesting tool for 800 that tinsel, Tinsel's Toe outfit for 800 and the Candy Cane wrap for 300 uh, The Kratos items are still in here as well. Uh, today for the daily section, we had the power cord outfit with the six string back bling added back in here for 2000. Uh, this is another one, uh, back from season three that I love the monks outfit with the peel pack back bling for 1,200, the heavy hook harvesting tool for 800. We have the steamed emote for 200 the Waddle Away emote for 200 and uh, we got, uh, let's see here, the Vix outfit with the whisk, Whisker Pack Back Bling and the Spin Out emote built in for 1,500. That's a really cool one. The Purr Axe Harvesting Tool for 800. The Tomato Head outfit with the Special Delivery Back Bling for 1,500. Remember, that one also comes with challenges, so you can get the additional styles for that. 
You got the Axeroni harvesting tool for 800, the Night Slicer harvesting tool for 800, the Extra Cheese glider for 1,200, and we got the uh, Nog Ops outfit in here for 800 again, all the way back from season one, the Yuletide Ranger outfit for 800, the Cozy Coaster glider for 800, the You Shouldn't Have harvesting tool for 500. And uh, that looks like everything. Uh, I'm really loving the Christmas items, getting excited for the Christmas time, holiday season. Uh, and if you are as well, you can get any and all of these items using code MikeDaddy, M-M-M-I-K-E-D-A-D-D-Y in the item shop. And some of the proceeds will go to help support the show. Big thank you to everybody who is using that code right now. Uh, let's see here for our tip of the day. You know that dragon shotgun and we talked about how it got buffed and they had extended the range of it as well. Uh, well, uh, for that, I'm going to say even though they extended the range, this is a weapon that you need to be up close to. It doesn't matter that they extended the range a little bit. Still not effective uh, from uh, medium range. You really need to up be up close and personal with this weapon. Uh, it does do, you know, I'm, I don't really know what it was doing before since I didn't get to play, but from what I've been seeing in the gameplay, it does a 152 uh, when you when you hit a full, uh, full spread of the bullets. You will get uh, 152 damage on the other player. Then, of course, it's going to catch fire to the builds around it. So, um, yeah, with that 152, that's great. If the other player, you know, has only had a couple of minis, but, you know, if they're at a full uh, shield, you are going to want to have uh, an SMG in your loadout. If, if you are running the Dragon Fire Shotgun, uh, and for that matter, yeah, let's just go with that. The Dragonfire Shotgun. And for sure, if you're running the Dragonfire Shotgun, you want and need to have an SMG uh, paired along with it that way. After you hit the shot, if the player doesn't go down right away, uh, you can finish him off with that SMG. And that should just become your natural move. Uh you just get in the habit of shooting the shotgun shot and then switching instantly over to your SMG so that you'll be ready to knock the other player out. I mean, sometimes maybe you're going to hit that first shot and that was enough to eliminate him or knock him. Uh, but you should still just be in the habit of switching right away anyways in case it isn't. Uh, that way you don't get the, in the habit of just hitting the shot and then being slow to react. Just get in that uh, mindset of I need to have the fast reaction and switch instantly so I can finish this off. All right, guys, that's the episode for today. Go join the daily Fortnite Discord and hang out with us. Follow me over on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. It's Mike Daddy on all of those. Ooh. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five star rating and a written review for a shout out on the show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, have fun, be safe, and don't get lost in the storm.